Hey, hey, hey everyone, Fraser Brooks here, coming at you with the Network Marketing Ninja, episode number 16. So, I'm really excited, I, I know I say this every time, but I, I love doing these episodes, and I hope you guys do are too, and whether you are cleaning the, cleaning the dishes, maybe you're walking the dog, going to work, on the train, in your car, whatever it might be, I hope that my scouse accent is easy enough for you to follow, and I hope I get you fired up as well, because one of the keys that, that I learned was the skill of ignitability. Now, I don't even know if it's a, a made up word or not but ignitability simply means to kind of ignite you on fire and give you the ability to do more and I I really genuinely do hope that I do that and I hope my my passion for the industry rubs off on you so that you get the passion for the industry but also you're learning and you're putting things into action because all it takes is a little bit more action to get a little bit more results compounded and guess what happens in the future you end up getting a ton more results. It compounds. Consistency compounds. I first heard that from John C. Maxwell. What a legend. Right. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about how to use Zoom effectively with your new distributors, your new prospects, your new your new partners to get them off to a fast start. So before I go into it, I will be mentioning the subscriber of the week coming up in the next uh, next few minutes. But in order for you to get a shout out as subscriber of the week, all you got to do is subscribe to the podcast, leave me a five-star review and rating, and then simply you can screenshot the image that's on your device, your phone or device right now. And you can tag me on Instagram when, when you've pulled over or when you've got a few minutes and just let me know. Tag me at at Fraser Brooks online and let me know what you love the most about that episode so I can engage with you, add your story to my feed and so on and so forth. And I choose my best one to give you a shout out. All right, so here we go. Let's talk about how to use Zoom effectively. So I used to run something called Exclusive Zooms. So the acronym is EZ. So E for exclusive, Z for Zooms. But if you say EZ, it sounds easy. And for me, it was the easy way to get my distributor started. Now, here's the thing about getting reps started. You you might be like me, right? And I'm kind of, when I'm doing this, I'm sat down on my chair and I'm, I use my arms a lot. So I know you guys can't see that, but uh, you'll be able to hear it when I do it. So I will literally say like, I'll recruit someone, obviously when I was building, now I'm 100% speaker, coach, trainer, just make that clear. When I recruited someone, I would get off the phone or I'd put the phone down and I'd be like, yes, get in. Just as if Liverpool Football Club score a goal. Now, it doesn't matter how important the goal is, how big the goal is. I celebrate all the time. I go crazy. I go hard. And that moment of celebration, after a few weeks, can turn into a moment of frustration. And I was getting sick and tired of going from celebration to frustration, which ended up causing desperation, which ends up leading to network marketing castration. Just saying. So if any of you guys have gone through the the period of celebrating to get a new distributor and then being frustrated because they never did anything, then this live, this this live, this zoom, this zoom, this podcast, get it right there, three times lucky. Woohoo! This podcast will really help you out. And I just want you to understand to begin with, and I shared this in a previous podcast episode, that the majority of people will do absolutely nothing. And to be honest with you guys, 90%, 90% of people who join network marketing in their career will recruit less than two people. And recruiting one or two, to be honest, is nothing. In a career is nothing. Maybe you've just got started and you haven't recruited someone yet. That's totally fine. But don't ever quit the industry until you've recruited way more than that. And do whatever you have to do in terms of learning and actually doing to get those results. Because it's possible. It really is possible. So here's the thing. I wanted to establish uh, an activity-based 
activity, <laughs> an activity-based process that allowed me to identify who was actually going to do the work and who wasn't, right? So instead of me saying like, hey, who's going to do the work? And then like four of my new recruits go, yeah, me, woohoo. And then me pouring into those four people and then all of them doing absolutely nothing and leaving me more frustrated and desperate. And then, yeah, as I said before, I'm not going to repeat that word again, but that's the case. So I thought, right, I recruited someone new and I gave them the first assignment. So the first assignment was write your list, write your list, whether it's a list on Facebook, whether it's a list of colleagues, whether it's a list of family and friends, whether it's a list of the combination of all those things, I don't really care. What I care about is that you actually do the work. Because I learned a long time ago from my father, he said, Fraser, your business will begin when your list ends. When you run out of people to talk to, and when you come to me panicking, saying like, I don't know who to talk to, I don't know who to talk to, I don't know who to talk to, that is when your business is going to begin because you've now got to get to work. You've now got to get off your backside and go harder than ever before. You're now going to get off your backside and get out of your comfort zone. You're now going to get off your backside and start speaking to people who you've never even spoken to before, you never even met before. That's when your business begins. And it's a scary prospect when we first start, right? Super scary. So first goal, write your list. The average, the average person completes this task in, in 48 hours. Are you above average or below average? So who do I want to work with? The below average? No, because the below average don't do it in the, specific, you know, the specified time. The below average don't do it at all. The below average make excuses. The below average say they, they don't want to do it anymore. The below average ain't worth dragging you down. You're above average, whether you think it or not, because you're listening to this podcast and you're learning, you're above average because the average person in network marketing is not prepared to learn. They just want to get paid. Oh, I've just joined. I just want to earn. I just want to earn. I just want to earn. What about learning? Nah, just want to earn instead. Come on. You can't. It doesn't work that way. You got to learn before you can earn. You'll get so far just by, you know, earning and just doing it and just ignorance is fire. It's better than knowledge on lice. But eventually, you're going to have to get the knowledge. You can't fluke it all the way. Fluke, get lucky. I don't even know if that word translates to most languages. But hey, right? So, you've written your list. Congratulations, you're above average. Next step, I want you to invite five people. I want you to invite five people on to our first exclusive Zoom. Now, exclu- and I'm going to give the link. Now, the exclusive Zoom is just for you and your new distributors, prospects, now, some of you guys might be listening to this and thinking like, I can't do that. No way. I'm recruiting five people a week. I'm recruiting 10 people a month. I'm recruiting 20 people. I can't do that. Well, if you've got it going on so much, then keep doing what you're doing because chances are if you can recruit a lot of people, you can chuck enough people against the wall and you can give them the very easy steps over text and they'll go do it. The right people will go do it. But if you're someone who recruits maybe one, two, three, four, five people a month, one people a week, and you've got the time to be able to do this process, then make make it a goal of yours to actually do this because when you turn up as a true mentor, you will start to get better duplication. And when you mentor people, guess what other people are conditioned to do? Mentor their people. And when you get a team of people who are mentoring their people, guess what? You now become a leader who leads mentors. And when you lead mentors, you can pull yourself out of the situation and they will still continue to mentor people. And guess what that is? independence, freedom. So go and get, go and speak to the first five people on your list and introduce them to this link. And we're going to be going live 9 p.m. in, you know, 9 p.m. tomorrow. So this is what they'll probably say. What do I do? What do I say? 
do whatever you feel is necessary. Do whatever you feel is needed in order to get that person on the call. Just don't force them onto the call. Just invite them on. And if they, if they jump on, great. If they don't, don't worry. Now, the important part of the call is actually what you say before the call, you as the mentor. Because you're going to say, listen, the average person, the normal person, most people don't get anyone turn up. So if you don't get anyone turn up and you invite people, don't be disappointed. It's your first opportunity to manage expectations right there and then. Most people might say, it's a scam. Most people might say, I've done this before. Most people might say, oh, you're not doing one of those things. Most people might say, get a refund. Most people might say, oh, when are you just going to get a real job? If you want what most people have, go and do what most people are doing. If you want what most people don't have, do what most people aren't doing. You're in the right place if you answered number two. Right? So you've got to be the shepherd, not the sheep. So here we go. So what's now going to happen is that person's now going to take action and you haven't even taught them anything. You've managed their expectations and they've written a list which is an activity. Because here's what I know. If you start to get people learning, guess what they do when they start learning? When they start learning something, they want to learn everything. So when they know a little bit about something, they want to know everything about something. So guess what they don't do when they, when they learn, 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 learn? They don't flip in do. I'm going nuts behind this, behind this audio, behind this microphone, sorry. Um, but you might be listening to this right now and think, yeah, I just want to learn it all. That's totally fine. But if you learn something, do something too. If you learn one step, do that step. If you learn a script, do the script. If you learn how to run an event, do an event. If you learn how to do a Facebook Live, do a Facebook Live. Do the work after you learn it. What do you think they do in, in, in school with kids? They have a class, then they give you homework. You learn something and then you do it. It's so simple. Yet people love to complicate it and people love to try and shortcut things. Don't. Don't. Here we go. So you're on the call. At the time, no one turns up. So what do you do? You sit down with the person who gets you onto the call and you explain to them... What did you do? Oh, well, I sent this message to five of my friends. What was the message? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, try sending this instead. We'll do another exclusive Zoom, same time tomorrow. So now you've just had a coaching session. You've now just had a coaching session, a mentorship session, and a training session with someone who has actually taken the time to do the activity, not someone who's just like, oh, well, I just want to learn it all. People are doing the work to access you as a mentor because your time's valuable. In 10 years from now, when you're doing millions and millions and millions of dollars in sales, do you, would you be messing around with all the time wasters? No. One of the traits that I've found from seven, successful seven-figure income earners is the speed at which they identify the next success story. So they identify the next success story super, super quickly. Oh, Mary's going to be a superstar. And what do they do? They pour into Mary. They don't just let Mary fly. They pour into Mary. They've identified she's going to be the next success story because of a feeling they've got, a system they've created. She's turning up. She's putting new people in. She's rank advanced. She's the next success star story. The next success star, that works. Right? So you get someone on. They say they, they get, don't get anyone on. You coach them. Why? Give a little basic training, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Come off the call. Do another one the next day. Right? Or one, two, three, four, five people come up. Make note, 
Because as soon as, if, if you get one person who gets one person on a call, two people, three people, four people, five people, you want to celebrate that, that activity in front of the whole crowd. On your Facebook group, in your messenger chats, on your Telegram, whatever it might be, say massive congratulations to Mary. Mary's just done her first exclusive Zoom call with me and got three people on. That's way above the average. The average is zero. Massive congratulations, Mary. She's going to be one to watch out. Now, what does Mary think? She thinks, oh my days, I had no idea. That was actually not that difficult. So what do you do? You say to Mary, let's do another one tomorrow. And meanwhile, all you're doing is you're doing the presentation. Whether you're uh, playing a recording, whether you're answering questions, whether you actually do the presentation, as long as it's 15, 12, you know, 10, 15 minutes long, you do it. If you're comfortable doing it, you do it. If you're not comfortable doing it, ask an upline to do it. But all you need to do is you need to probably hear the presentation 10, 15 times until you're capable enough of doing it. There is power in imperfection. You doing it and completely messing it up is actually powerful. Because when people listen to you and go, wow, if you're building this business and that's how good the presentation was, like I can make millions from this, right? The power is if you can do it, so can I. If you can do it, so can I. That is one of the most powerful mindsets in all of network marketing. And it always will be because people will join because what they see people do. If you do an absolute killer job at anything, guess what people think? Yeah, but it's all right for you. You're just like a personality. You're a wizard. You're a ninja. You're incredible. I won't be able to do that. Now, you're not going to be imperfect imperfect on purpose, right? It's all dependent on the edification, but you're just going to do what you can do. In the beginning, you'll be rubbish. Every master was once a disaster. I certainly was. I was absolutely awful. So you do the call. You answer any questions. You eliminate any objections. Then after the call's finished, guess what Mary's doing? She is A, following up with people on the call. B, inviting more people to the next call. So the next call, same thing happens. No one turns up or one, two, three, four, five. If one, two, three, four, five turn up, guess what you do? You make note, you acknowledge Mary after the, after the call is done, right? You do the presentation, blah, blah, blah. No one turns up for the second time. You do a mentoring session. Next call, we'll do another one tomorrow. Bang, one people turn up, three people turn up. Massive shout out to Mary. She got, she's had six people now in the last three days. Massive congratulations. Everyone, everyone's like, Mary, how'd you do it? So in your team training, what are you doing? You're interviewing Mary. You're interviewing Mary saying, how did you get six people on? She shares how she does it. So now, it's although it's the exact same thing that you've been telling everyone to do, people now believe it because it's a new start of doing new things, a new start of doing old things. Because in network marketing, guys, there are new people making old mistakes and there are old people making old mistakes. There are no new mistakes. Yes, with social media, new platforms, new things, people are figuring it out. But the fundamentals, there are new and old people making old mistakes. There are no new mistakes. If you're making notes, make sure you write that down. It's so important to know that and remember that. Now, let's say they've had three calls in a row where they've got no one, no one, no one. Chances are they're not coachable or they're not putting in the work. So what do you do? You love on them. You say, hey, you've done three in a row. Absolutely no worries. So now... They're not going to know this, you see. From now, I would love it if you can introduce that every single week, every Monday at 8 p.m. UK time, we have our team presentation call. 
that is now the call that you want to introduce people on. There's more people on there. It's more exciting. There's more energy. That's where I want you to do. All the information that you're going to need is going to be in the Facebook group. And if you need help, I'm here. Am I going to pour into that person? Not with information and mentorship, no. I'm going to do that mass through the, the main trainings, the big trainings, the big Facebook Lives, the big presentations, the big events, until they step up enough to be able to start recruiting people. Then I will reach out again and say, hey, do you fancy doing an exclusive Zoom next week? I see you got it going on. Because guys, otherwise, you're going to be working with 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 people. You're going to have no mentorship. You're going to have no one stepping up. And you're going to be trying to pull. You're going to be trying to push the piece of string. You've got to pull it. So that's the process of how you can use Zoom calls. So real, real quick, because I completely forgot. I'm going to give a shout out to the subscriber of the week. So let's go, let's go. We've got Paul Gilly. Uh, Paul Gilly has said, one of the best in the business. For me, Fraser Brooks is so much more than a coach and a trainer. He's a friend and genuinely genuinely wants everyone in the profession to succeed. That's right. Uh, He has a heart of gold and his work ethic is absolutely outstanding. He deserves this and I can't wait to get stuck into these myself and take my own business to a new level. Paul, I really appreciate that, bro. That that means a lot. You You are the shout out subscriber of the week. That means everything, so I appreciate it. So guys, here's my challenge to you. Go and do an exclusive Zoom. Next time you recruit someone or whether you've recruited someone recently, go and do an exclusive Zoom with them. Get to know the presentation. Get to know the information about the company and the compensation plan, the product. Don't get information overwhelmed. Make sure the presentation can be done in between 10 and 15 minutes. I highly recommend splitting it up into three sections. Timing in the company, product and comp plan, or sorry, company and product, compensation plan, system. That's all people need to know. They need to know, is it the right place, right time? What's the product? Am I going to get rewarded by sharing it with it? And what do I actually do? Go ahead, make it happen. If you've got value, please do feel free to share this podcast with one of your network marketing friends or family. Subscribe, leave me a a rating and review, five star please, and then screenshot this, tag me at Fraser Brooks online, um, post it onto your Instagram or Facebook stories so that I can see them and give you guys a shout out and a mention in my story. I really appreciate you. That was episode 16 on how to use Zoom effectively with your new rep. All right, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye, ciao.